0: Welcome to Design much with Andy and Patrick. Patrick, uh, dear sir, how are you doing today?
1: I am doing fantastic, Andy.
0: You are. That's great. That's good to hear. I'm I'm really excited. Nice to be
1: back in the studio, you know.
0: Are you back in the studio?
1: <laughs> I'm uh, I'm back in the studio. The old studio.
0: Well that's good. I am, I'm very excited.
1: Are you in the, are you in the studio?
0: Is, uh, I have to ask Patrick. Is the studio like a state of mind? <laughs> Just wondering. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, sure, let's call it that.
0: Um, if that's the case, then yes. I, I would say that I'm definitely back in the studio. <laughs> I am, I'm here. I'm ready to record a podcast with you, Patrick, and I'm very excited to do so.
1: Let's do it, man. Let's get right in. Let's, let's, let's get right into the topic, Andy. All right. all right. Shall we?
0: That sounds good to me.
1: Shall we partake of the topic? Let's do it. There's nothing new going on at Taco Bell, so what else are we <laughs> going to talk about?
0: That's right. Nothing new is going on. It's all the same old uh, wonderful experience at Taco Bell. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll, let's jump in. So today's uh, topic actually comes from a friend of the show and uh, adopted UX son of the show. Uh, Brian Talbert.
1: Oh, nice! Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> Brian, our
1: foster, our foster
0: son, our foster son, exactly. Um, so yeah, he he he's back for more. He wants to hear some more, um, you know, design goodness um, from us. So he writes in um, saying, "What are the differences between junior, mid-level, and senior designers?" Um, as more context, he said, "I just had mm. a one-on-one with my manager to get." a plan for advancement, but I don't know what concrete steps I can plan for other than just more time as a UX designer. So, hmm. so yeah, that's yeah what is, what is the difference between a junior mid level and senior? That's, that's a great question. And I think it's some that I, it's a question that I get all the time. <laughs> so Patrick, um, in your eyes, uh, especially coming from the UX director perspective, uh, is there a, a are there big differences, um, and what do those look like to you?
1: Man, that's, there's, there's, uh, there's, I think there's lots of differences. I think uh, you brought up state of mind. State of mind's a difference.
0: Um, <laughs> state of mind.
1: Yeah. I think we've talked about this before. <laughs> I think we've talked about this before. Like, there's, there's this, there's this uh, designer path of like, <clears throat> You're a junior designer, you're beginning your career, and you, you feel like you don't know anything like you feel like You have so much to learn and so much to you know Like do and you, you're like hungry and you're like I want I like I want to learn everything and I want to do stuff And then and then it kind of goes it, like as that as you learn more and as you do more you your like confidence level goes up mm-hmm. right and that's when you're like a mid-level practicing designer. is like your confidence level's high. You can design anything. Everything's fantastic, right? And then one day you get in a meeting or something happens. Something clicks. Like you wake up one morning and you're like, dude, I suck at design. Like why am I so bad at doing my job? And that's when you become a senior designer is when you arrive at that point. And that's when that's when the humility sets in, and then, then you can move on and be like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm a senior designer. I have arrived.
0: All right. I love that. So I've arrived. So you have kind of an existential crisis as a designer. It's at some point you, you hit your head on, on the, the kitchen sink or something, or you, you, as you said, wake up one morning, and you realize <laughs> you're a horrible designer. Or maybe you're, like, working on some sort of design, and then it just hits you uh, like a ton of bricks. Um, I'm a bad designer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it just it just hits you like the humility hits you right uh-huh. like at the beginning you have all this humility when you first start a job you walk into the office and you're like you're so humble and you're like teach me everyone you know and then over time you build up and build up and you get that ego and you're like i know how to design everything i'm a genius <laughs> yeah. i'm the best and then one day wait yeah one day it might be a project you're working on that's kicking your butt and you're like dude I'm, man i got so i have so much to learn <laughs> And that's that's when you become a senior designer is when you get back to being like a junior designer like mentality with the experienced skills of design. Like okay. I think that's when you first that's when you like officially arrive as a designer. Like you you know, like you've you've put in you've put in the years of time and effort, blood, sweat, and tears. But then you you sort of arrive back with that same mentality you had when you were. Like a junior designer, you're like, oh, I don't know everything. So much to do, so much to learn.
0: So, so Patrick, are you saying that all the senior designers out there right now are, are just humble designers that, that are uh, that have truly reached <laughs> that point? Is that what you're saying?
1: This is this is a trick question, Andy. <laughs> you're, you're trying to, you're trying to trick me here. No, that's not the case, because anybody can give you a title. I can give you a title and say you're senior designer, but that doesn't mean that you're like a nice, humble genteel, mentoring, you know, a good person to work with. That's a real senior designer is like that. But a, but a senior designer in title only is is still a practicing, arrogant, jerk designer <laughs> in my mind.
0: <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it is it is that kind of state of mind, right? As you said before, it's kind of honestly when you, you have that change and you... Um, you start, you know, uh, treating others, uh, as, as somebody who, as you're not really a design God anymore, but you're looking for feedback and you're looking for, um, collaboration, right. And ideas. And at yeah. that point you've, you've kind of arrived as, as really the form of a senior designer versus just a title is what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Then just, and then maybe it. Maybe it has more to do with not necessarily arrogance. We're kind of joking around and playing with that. But it has more to do with your confidence level and trying to prove yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I remember when we hired you, you were at a point in your career where you were trying to prove yourself. And so, like, sometimes collaboration was kind of difficult. Yeah. You know? Like, it was like, I, I think... And, and not that you were purposely making it difficult or not, you know, me or the other designers. It was just you were in a mode where it's like, hey, I'm going to go back to my desk and I'm going to do this. I'm going to show you that it's the best. Right. Because you're kind of in that mode of like proving yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. But then as as we like I saw you make that trajectory over your canopy career where it was like, oh, now he's now now he's not out to prove that he's a good designer. He's just doing good design work and collaborating with others. Like I think that's, I think that's when you start to really sort of arrive at like, oh, I'm a senior designer. Is now I'm I'm sort of over myself a little bit, and I'm like, gonna help everybody else out, and I'm gonna like, collaborate, and everybody has good ideas, and it's not just me, and I'm the facilitator of those ideas, not the owner of those ideas. And I think that's when you, like, sort of arrive <clears throat> as a senior designer from from a mentality yeah. state of mind. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're, you know. Like you could, you, you may, you may arrive at that and not be a senior designer at your company mm-hmm. because your company does not recognize it, or you could not arrive at that and be a senior designer. Um, but I, th- for me, that's the key. Like, like when I've been working with junior designers, moving through, you know, growing and stuff, I feel like I look at their mentality and be like, okay, where are they at? Right. If they're starting to be like, if, if their work is starting to be really good, like they're I don't have to I don't have to babysit their work, right? And they're starting to be like humble and willing to like take feedback from all around. I start to go, "Okay, well, I think they I think they're at a level where they're, you know, you can trust them, mm-hmm. right? I can trust I can trust that person to go do their job and I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry about them being jerks to everybody else, and I also don't have to worry about them doing, you know, poor design. So like Senior designer, bam, done.
0: Awesome. So I, I really honestly love that approach. It, It's something where you don't have to worry about them. You don't have to worry about them doing those, those, those things that, you know, I guess the, the non-senior designers in terms of a mental state typically, or not typically, but can do very easily with kind of the actions they do by trying to prove themselves. Right. So if they're trying to prove themselves kind of to your point, they're really not willing as much to collaborate. They're really like, uh, I need to show that I can do all this and that I am the one coming out with these ideas. I'm the one that has these perfect designs and I don't really need help from anyone else because I am the designer. Right? So that's somebody who's, uh, and I think we've all, you know, had this sort of thing in our career, at least at some point I would imagine. Uh, (laughs) and I think when we're we're like that, we have that state of mind, we're not going to be collaborative. We're not going to be good facilitators, as you said. Um, and it's going to be harder for us to actually do good design uh, and harder for, I guess it's going to make the company suffer and the, the users, the customers suffer as well because of all that. So those are all things that you would have to worry about versus a senior designer, somebody that has reached the right, the right state of mind uh, where they, you don't have to worry about that, right? So that's really fascinating. Um, so Patrick, as a director, as like a, as a people manager, is that something you're looking for in designers when you're considering, um, promoting them to seniors? Like they might've reached that state of mind. Are, are you looking for that sort of thing? And then considering, okay, this person is at this point ready to actually take on the actual title of being a senior.
1: Yeah, I think you, I think you, you're looking for the matu- that maturity level in my mind of like, well, I think you look at two things. You look at the time that they've been working because I think the time and experience that they've been working is very valuable um, to sort of judge maturity level. But like there can be somebody that's worked for 10, 10 years as a designer and still haven't reached that maturity level yet. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, well, that's when you sit down with and talk to those people I've never been in that situation as a director or anything, but I I feel like that's when you need to sit down with them and have that conversation of like, look, like you're a very skilled designer, you know, but your, your, your maturity isn't there yet. Like you can, you can do all of the, the designy work. You can do all that kind of stuff, but your, your maturity, as far as like, you know, not being a know-it-all, not feeling like you're the greatest thing in the world, like is still there. And so like, how do we how do we break that down so that you can arrive at a at a more mature level? Because I think when you first start out you're you're when you first start out as a junior designer, you're immature because you just don't know stuff, right? And you and you don't know stuff because you don't have the experience to know stuff. so it's it's perfectly natural it's there's there's nothing at fault there, right? You know what somebody's taught you, but you don't know you don't know the practical side of the experience and how it works and like working with a development team and all that stuff. Like you just don't know that yet. Mm -hmm. And so your skills, your skills as far as like hard skills and the soft skills, right? Like working with, working with others as well as like just your regular, like, Hey, my visual design skills, my UX thinking skills, whatever, like those are developing really quickly. Right. And when you get to that level of like, Hey, I have all these skills now. I can crank out stuff really quickly now. Um, you know I, I know how to work with people now. When you start saying like I know how to do all these things that's when you're 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 still not mature yet. Like, you still haven't <laughs> gone through the maturity like you've built enough skills like but you're still not at the level of like like I you know, I could teach this to somebody else I could give this to somebody else I could mentor somebody else because that takes a different level of humility. And that's when you're a practicing designer, and that's when I think that's like mid-level to me, right? Is when you're when you're that way, and then and then you arrive at that point where it's like, okay, how do I teach? Like you start thinking differently. You're like, how, like I see a junior designer on my team doing something that I used to do. Like how do I teach them how to do that better, right? Like how do I, or you start thinking outside. Like how do I make a bigger impact on the product? how do I make a bigger whatever? How do I, how do I, like, when you start thinking that way, that's the stuff that starts, that's where you start thinking in a more mature level rather than like, Hey, I'm the greatest designer ever. Then you start looking at that. And then the world's much bigger. Right? So then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, I got a lot more skills to learn. And then you're sort of back into that mentality of being humble. And then I think that's when you skyrocket again. Right? So it's like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like mid-level designer to me is just practicing. It's just like wrote, tedious like okay do another feature do another feature do another feature do another feature mm-hmm. until you get to a point where your brain kind of goes wait this job is more than just doing features this job is about influencing a product or this job is about influencing other designers or and then it's like oh okay i'm, I'm a senior designer at that point
0: yeah awesome i love that Talking about like that individual maturity level of designer and and what that growth looks like. I think that's really fascinating. And I think that's something that we could also, we, all of us as designers can look at in ourselves. (laughs) We, where do we feel like we are in that maturity scale, essentially? (laughs) And uh, I I think that's really fascinating. Um, So another question, Patrick, that I wanted to ask you is in his question, Brian, Brian brings up the fact that he was in a one-on-one with his manager, you know, wondering about his career growth and wondering about, uh, and to give context to our other listeners, he is a junior designer, right? He just started in the field. Um, this is his first like, official job. And uh, he's wondering, how do I become a mid-level designer from here? How do I become a senior designer? So my question is, there are, there are a lot of companies that do have uh, specific roles of, you know, like you are, a junior designer, then you are, um, a UX designer, and then you're a senior designer, maybe a lead. Um, do you, with your experience, Patrick, do you think it's valuable to actually show the different roles of designers and what those mean to that company, uh, to your team of designers? Uh, is that something that that you like to do with your designers and then have um, you know, goals that you work towards for them. Do you, do you see, do you find that valuable? Um, and if not, uh, I'm curious to know why.
1: Um, we've played with that in the past. I know like when you were still working with us, we had kind of like a little, a little thing of like, you know, you like you're doing these things. And then when you're a senior, you know, when you're mid-level, you should be doing these things, you know, like behaving in a particular way, doing these things, doing, you know, having these skills. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really hard. I think they're really hard to judge though. I think it comes down to more of a one-on-one thing than like this, this like broad thing. Because when we were doing that, I started to realize, you know, I, we were managing a team and we were growing and we were doing all this kind of stuff. And so I wanted something, I wanted like an actual map, right? Of like, okay, they do these things. Once they check all these boxes, <laughs> then now they're this person. You know, once they check all these boxes, now they're this person. And because I just wanted to simplify it somehow. Right. So we're looking at like what BuzzFeed did and what Airbnb does and trying to like culminate some kind of system of doing that. And what I realized quickly is every time we did those reviews, that's not how it worked. That's not how it worked at all. Hmm. Because I would, you know, like you, we we would do a review with you and you have all these checkboxes. In the area, in in the title that you were in, right? Like you'd have a bunch of them there, but then you'd have a bunch of check boxes that were like the title below, and then you'd have a bunch of check boxes that were in the title above. Yeah. So it's like, how do you, you know, I can go through and say, okay, well, he, they behave like this. You know, he's behaving on a junior level when he does this, but he's behaving on a senior level when he does this. So it's like you can't really you can't really have like this straight hierarchy i think you can have some some principles there you know that you could kind of follow but i think individually it comes down to the individual and what the individual wants what they're trying to accomplish and and then what their what their ultimate goal is right at the company so like if their ultimate goal of the company is to become a senior designer then i want to i'd want to give them more of a structured like here's some things you need to do And here's the things you need to work on to move up to the next level you know and like it would go back to stuff it'd go back to things like that like hey you're not thinking about ux stuff you're only thinking about ui stuff Mm -hmm. like you're just focused on the ui let's go back like you should do more synthesis data synthesis you're not doing enough research you're not doing you know so there's certain things like that that i would mix into that thing and say do these more and show me that you can do these more repetitively and then now you're at the next level, right? And then sometimes it's more of a mentality thing, like, hey, like, you know, you're 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 behaving and asking questions at a very higher level than other people that are in your same title. Like, even though maybe your visual design skills are lacking. So like it just it kind of depends. Everything sort of varies. I I've I think the guide, for me, the guide has always been juniors. Juniors start out with, you You basically want to give them simple problems and give them somebody to guide them through those simple problems. So they're trying to solve simple problems. They're trying to learn how to make decisions and they're guided by somebody. And then you come to the senior level. The senior level people are solving very complex problems with no guidance and they're working with the junior designer. Like that's kind of the senior. So the mid-level designer is solving simple to complex problems, sometimes guided, sometimes not, but doing it repeatedly, mm-hmm. right? Like they're just, I'm giving you a feature, you're gonna do this problem, and then I'm gonna give you another feature and you're gonna do this problem. And sometimes they're harder and sometimes they're easier. And you're just gonna get into that rhythm, right? Cause you just need, you really just need practice, right? The junior designer needs, need some guidance and the mid-level designer does not, shouldn't need guidance only when say there's an issue, right? Like I'm going to turn, I'm going to give you the keys. And then at some point you're going to come back to me and he's like, I don't know how to do this thing. Okay. Well let's help you. Yeah. Right. And then the senior designer is at a point where I don't like, I like I said to you, like I said earlier, we were talking about earlier is like trust. Like I I feel like you're just going to be just fine and you're not going to need any guidance. But if somebody else on the team needs guidance, I'm going to have you go help them, right? Like, it's it's kind of, you, you kind of reverse it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of people, a lot of people just want to be mid-level designers for a long time. Like, I feel like a lot of people that I've talked to or that have been on my team are like, I just have so much to learn. You know, I'm just going to kind of stick here for a while, for a couple of years before before I'm ready to kind of move on, right? Because maybe I'm not even ready for you know, that kind of worldview yet, you know, they don't want guidance, but they just want to do their job and, and hone their skills.
0: Yeah. That's, that's really interesting. Uh, yeah. So those, those different kind of, I, I, I think that's a really interesting question to that or answer to that question uh, that I posed. I mean, it's very true. Everyone's different and you can't make a simple like way to gauge like, I guess, mathematically or even, like, in in checkbox, in a way in a of, in a form of checkboxes, if they're a true senior, right? It's kind of like, it's going to be different based on who that individual is. So I think that's really fascinating. Uh, And it has to be very true. You know, it's not something that I've... But I... Sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say, I do think there are delineations in between those, like, very stark delineations. Like, you you hire a junior designer and as somebody who's hired junior designers and, and, and sort of like watched them grow to be, you know, mid levels and seniors, like it happened with everyone. There's, there's specific, there's specific things that happens with everybody, even though maybe skills are differing, there's a specific thing. The, the mentality thing is one of them. But the, uh, the other thing is the guidance thing. Like, when every, all the juniors that start out, they, they start out and they, they need guidance and you know, they need guidance. Mm-hmm. Like you'll see a design. you will be like, Ooh, like you'll see a UI and you'll just, there will be a little cringe moment. And you're like, okay, well you, I know you didn't ask for guidance, but I'm going to give you guidance right now. <laughs> you know, like there's, there's, there's those, those things happen frequently, you know, with junior designers. Um, You know, tips happen frequently, like one on ones with a junior designer are are a lot more like, hey, you know, like when a when a developer is giving you that kind of feedback, like don't stress over it. He's just trying to, you know, be open with you and blah, 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 because they haven't had that experience before. Mm -hmm. So there's all these there's all these things of like guiding and, and explaining things with junior designers. Then there's a point when like your one on ones with designers change into like, how's the project going? right? Like you look at the project and it looks nice and it looks clean and you don't have to worry about it. They're participating in critiques, you know, they're not shying away from critiques anymore. Um, and you feel like there's less guidance. Like there's just, there's just a moment in which the manager just feels like I don't have to like handhold you anymore. And then the only time that you sort of have to handhold that designer is when something is wrong. (laughs) So like, (laughs) like, I'll, you'll go through like two or three projects you just don't even hear from anybody you're just like hey this is great you look at their thing it's great people they're releasing product blah 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 the design seem like great and then one day somebody will come over to your desk and be like dude this person blah blah blah. And it's like this issue right and then you got to sit down and talk with them and that's that's when it's like i think that's when that's kind of the mid-level is like you don't hear much from them and like you sort of trust them and you're not you don't have to worry so much about them but every once in a while like something something hits and you got to handle it right Mm -hmm. and then there's like a there's like another learning moment there you know it's like hey you got to do this okay like you've been doing this all wrong you got to do this and then senior designers like a different it's and then a senior designer is like i don't even need to worry about them anymore you know like they just do their job and i don't have to worry about it anymore (laughs) and i know that they're going to handle they're going to handle whatever situation happens. Whereas like a mid-level designer, a junior designer is going to avoid any confrontation with, like here's an example with like developers and working with developers or working with PMs. A junior designer, if there's any kind of confrontation with the people that they work with, they'll come to you. Like they'll instantly come to you, right? Or they'll just kind of do what they're told like by the other team. They'll either, they'll either come to you or they'll just like, they'll just like bow down to the other person, mm-hmm. right? And just do whatever. And they won't necessarily fight back. Then when you're a, when you're a, a mid-level designer, you you won't necessarily like if you get in a situation where you're like questioning something and should I fight back? Should I not fight back? How do I handle the situation? You'll just kind of try it yourself before you go to the manager. And that's where that's where I think that's when the manager comes in later cuz like a developer is complaining about this person. You know, and it's like, oh, okay, I got to step in. then the manager has to step in. And then maybe the manager has to play like, okay, okay, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And they kind of have to play that like third, that like third party role of like, okay, let's, let's solve the situation. And then when a senior designer comes up, senior designer just has more conviction. They've been through a lot of stuff before they've learned all those little pieces. And so I just, you just never hear about it. You know, as a, as a manager, you just sort of never hear about it and they handle it. They handle it themselves. And it never pops up you know and i think that's also another sign of like <laughs> i don't know that's that's another sign of like levels as a manager if you're looking at it you're like oh i'm still i'm still hand holding you a lot or i'm not holding you much anymore but there's still like times when you know things light on fire uh-huh. and we solve them <laughs> and then there's and then there's uh and then there's i don't even they just do their job and i just like the problem with a senior designer is is, le- is the problem with the senior designer is what do they want that's like the problem with the senior designer <laughs> like like, <it's>, like <laughs> this is going to st- yeah sorry, sorry I'll elaborate ahead. on this go ahead
0: <laughs>
1: um the junior designer like you you kind of know what they want you know they want to learn they want to grow they want to do whatever the mid level designer you know they want to become a senior designer and they want to practice the senior designer is like I don't have to worry about them but i don't know exactly what they want now like do do they want more money do they want more like i don't know what's gonna make them happy anymore but i know that they like they can get it you can get into a point where you're a senior designer where you you feel stagnant right you feel like uh, you get kind of bored sometimes and as a manager i feel like you don't know how to handle sort of what they want to like break that boredom if that makes any sense I don't know I think
0: I think that's hilarious so like the senior designers you don't have to worry about them but you're like you're what you're worried about is them leaving you're worried about like not not, (laughs) not letting them be happy because they're just they by the way you're describing the senior designers they're just like plug and play you just walk away and the senior designer just comes out with this great thing so the seniors sound great it's like they just sound wonderful so now you're just worried as a manager about like oh no how do i keep this person here how do i keep them happy like is their trailer big enough you know like with actors like <laughs> um yeah. is there is there their buffet like does it have enough uh doritos like are are they going to be okay um with the snack situation yeah all those things are very important for those senior designers so that's
1: <laughs> yeah do they do they only want blue m&ms yeah <laughs> but it's not like a it's not like a prima donna type <laughs> mentality it's It's a mature mentality, but it's like you just you don't know what's you don't know what's driving them anymore, you know. You kind of like it was easy, you know, what the junior people, you know, what the mid level people. Like it's like, well, Brian, Brian is our he's our foster son, yeah. He's our Uh adopted foster son. I like the foster. (laughs) When I when I talk about my team or I talk about teams in general, I like to talk about it with the foster analogy like the foster family analogy they're not really your family you didn't give birth to them you're bringing them into your team so it's like they're foster they're adopted but i like the i like the maturity if you if you bring in the maturity kind of analogy it's like a, like if you get a junior high kid or a middle school like a 12 13 year old kid that's like a junior designer their their mentality they're hungry they're learning they they obviously don't know stuff mm-hmm. right and you still have to like hold their hand they can't drive a car you know, like, you can't give them the keys to everything yet. They're just still kind of too little and kind of too immature to, like, know everything, right? But they know that, and they don't care. Like, it's not that they care. And then, like, a, a mid-level designer is kind of like a 16-, 17-year-old, 18-year-old kid, you know, teenager. We've all been there. You you have the freedom of the car keys. You know, you kind of have some big boy freedom now, but you're also kind of an idiot. Still, yeah. You know? So you have to just kind of go out and wreck your car and learn, oh, that's what happens when I wreck my car. Like, you just have to do that. And the manager is like the dad or the mom that steps in when they wreck the car. It's like, okay, I'm just going to – you got to go out and you got to learn yourself and you got to practice and you're going to crash your car and I'll be there to support you when that happens. Like, that's kind of the mentality. (laughs) And then a senior designer is like the college student 25-year-old where it's like (laughs) – you can manage your own business and you're an adult, but like, what's, but like, you're still doing weird stuff that, and I don't know what makes you happy. Like, I don't, I don't know how I can facilitate you. Like you're on your own, but at the same time, like, I don't, I just don't know what you want. Yeah. And maybe you don't even know what you want in exactly. life. Exactly. So there's a little, there's a weird, there's kind of a weird mentality there. I don't know. Yeah.
0: For for those, those college so students, bad. like what, what is their next step? Right. Like what, what is they And they're searching to find themselves, right? Like. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's a perfect You're
1: you're providing your own way and you have lots of experience. Like you're not you don't live with your parents anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't <laughs> you're 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 buying your own groceries, you're living with your roommates, you know, like but but you're still like, uh, do I really want to do design? Like there's kind of a weird thing. And and some of them are like, do I wanna manage? Do I yeah. wanna do I want to keep doing design? Do I want to, like, work at a bowling alley? I don't know what I want to do. You know, you're like, you have enough experience where you're kind of, like, still lost a little bit. But you're really good at your job. Like, you, you, you're you, really good at it. You have a maturity level there. You're not crashing your car on purpose, you know. You're not doing stupid things anymore. I don't know. But a gro- but a growth plan, going, going back, I want to ask you, what is your... What is your take on that? Like, what is your, is there specific things that you have, um, where you're like, I know I'm a senior designer. I know I'm a principal designer. I know I'm a mid-level designer. And do you know what things you have to do to go to move up in those, in the ranks sort of of experience?
0: Yeah. So I, I did want to ask you that question for that same reason, because I think it's important and it has been an important thing for me to understand what is next? And what are the expectations of next? Like, what does it actually mean? I mean, Brian had asked the same question. What does it actually mean to be a senior designer? So when I'm, when I'm mid-level and I'm like going, okay, how do I actually get there? Uh, I wanted to know what, what is the difference between a mid-level designer and a senior designer? Like I, I I kind of did kind of had the, I had the need of like understanding what, what really makes a senior designer. And I also knew that, at one company, a senior designer could be a different thing than another company. Um, sometimes it is yeah. it is that experience. Like as soon as you hit five years, bam, you get that, that senior design position or, you know, role and maybe a pay bump or something like that. Um, at other places, you have to like meet certain criteria. Like what you were talking about, you have to be able to be not – you don't have to – nobody has to hold your hand too often, right? Uh, you need – to be able to manage your own work yourself, uh, be able to collaborate with other people well, communicate your design well, all that sort of stuff, right? And so I wanted to know, and I think I, I had this conversation with you many times when you were my manager, uh, what what, what are the next steps for me? How do I actually get from here to there? I wanted a, a map of, of how I would travel to be become a senior designer. So I think... I think it's really interesting and very it resonates with me very much with what you're saying that there there really isn't a very solid baseline to really understand everyone across the board you've you've met these checkboxes you're now a senior designer right because everyone does have different strengths they could have strengths of like a, a leader a principal designer and strengths all the way down to you know becoming or like strengths that are like on the junior level in some areas as well so it's it's something that maybe maybe once they level out more, they could become that senior. I don't know. But it's really hard to actually say what is what. Um, so I, I definitely would say as an, as an individual contributor, it's really nice to know what the company, what the manager actually sees as a senior designer, because that is different everywhere. And I think it's, it's important to know where my manager sees myself where I see myself and what steps I can take to actually get to where I want to be, if that's to be a senior designer, if that's to become a people manager, if that's to become a principal designer, a lead designer, something like that. Um, I I definitely always wanted to know those steps. Um, so, um, you know, Patrick, that I bugged you about that when you were my manager, and my manager now has been bugged about stuff like that as well and i think it's even funny as you're talking about that uh uh that great thing where senior designers uh don't know where they want to go they have that kind of point where they like where the manager's like what do you want i have also bugged or like i've also i think mentioned many times to my manager i don't know where i want to go next so like i've very much <laughs> expressed that thing as well um so um definitely follow along those that timeline and that maturity model as you're <laughs> laying it out, Patrick. But um yeah, I, I just <laughs> as a basic kind of um way to sum that up, I think it is important for designers to know from the company's viewpoint and the manager's viewpoint what it means to be a senior and how they can work to get um to that to that level, at least even if it's on the individual basis.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I think the more we're talking about it, the more it's kind of, it's, it's a little bit more clear in my head, but like, I think the, the map, the map that I would give Brian, that I would sketch out for Brian is this without knowing what his skills are or anything. I would say when you're a junior designer, you're responsible for solving simple problems with guidance. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have no conviction over what you're doing. Like you, at the end of when you solve a problem as a junior designer, you solve this simple problem as a junior designer. It's like, Hey, like all, like a senior designer would be like, all you gotta do is put a button there, bro. Just put a button there, Just put a freaking button on the page. And the, and the junior designer is going to look at something that simple and have 10 different outcomes and not know how to decide which one has the best. Yeah. And so you have to, you're trying to solve a simple problem with guidance, And you're, you're trying to learn how to, how to like have conviction to make a decision. Like those three things go into play, right? When you're, when you're a mid-level designer, you're solving complex problems now, confidently with guidance, right? And you're learning what conviction means. You sort of understand that like, Hey, if I do it this way, nope. if I do it this way, it's not going to work. If I do it this way, it's not going to work. If I do it this way, it'll work. Okay, that's what I should do, right? Like you're sort of learning how to build conviction in yourself and in your project. So junior designers solving simple things, solving simple problems, learning about, you know, how to make a decision with a ton of guidance. Practicing designer, mid-level designer is solving complex problems, right? Learning how to build conviction and they're going to have guidance there for them. And then I think, I think senior level is you're still solving complex problems, but now you have no guidance and you know what your conviction is, like you know how to make a decision and you know how to communicate that decision to other people. So I think between those three levers, now you have to look at the skill set that's involved in the designer and say, okay, they're, they're good at solving simple problems, but they're not good at solving complex problems, right? Right. So, okay, they're still in the junior designer realm. Do I need to guide them more or am I guiding them less? Well, I'm starting to guide them less. Okay, so maybe they're not in the junior design realm and do they have conviction over the decisions of of what they're making? Yeah, they're starting to make better decisions. So then I'm like, okay, well, this person, even though they're not really great at solving complex problems yet, because they're good at, because I don't have to hold their hand so much and because they have conviction around their decisions now, they're probably more of a mid-level designer. Right. And then you reach that point where it's like from, from a manager perspective it's like, okay, the simple problems you don't even worry about, you can do those in your sleep, right? The complex problems you're doing great at. I don't have to, I don't have to guide you anymore. And you're starting to really show conviction to others, right? Like I know how to narrow down these choices and I know how to like have conviction and tell you why I have conviction. And then at that point you're like, okay, well now you're a senior designer. And then you look at those, you look at, again, you look at those skills, like you look at research skills. Are they, doing the, are they doing enough re user research to build conviction, right? In their decision-making, are they, do they have visual design skills that their design is communicating what it needs to communicate properly? Do they, do they know how interaction design in the UI works? Do they know how the design, do they have enough knowledge in the design system now that they can solve all of those simple problems with design elements right from a design system and worry more about the complexity of like the user experience. Mm-hmm. So like you take all those all those design skills and you put them kind of across those and be like okay, if they're doing better research, that means they have greater conviction. If they if their visual design is getting better, that means that, you know, I don't have to handhold them so much. Um are there are there UI like is their UI built is the interaction built, you know, are they, are they using a design system? Are they using the right tools to solve the little problems and focus on the complexity? Like those kinds of things go into it. But I think you just have that three, you just have those three things. What problem are you trying to solve? Is it simple or complex? How much guidance do you have? How much guidance are you required? Like, are you requiring in your, in, in yourself? You know, are you reaching out a lot? Are you not reaching out a lot? And then, and then what's the, what's my level of conviction on every project I have? Like, I design something and I know how to pick this is the right answer, you know, and then I know how to communicate that. I think those three things are really where I would tell Brian, okay, well, you're a junior designer. Like what kind of problems are you solving? Are you still struggling with simple problems? You know, um, are you still requiring, like, are you still requiring a lot of guidance? And then are you still having a lot of trouble making a decision? Like you, you, you get it, you you run into, what is it? Fitzlaw? What is it? Too many choices? I can't remember. I can't remember but, either. <laughs> but you, you there's just too many choices. I don't know how to make a decision. I need somebody else to help me make a decision. Then I, I I think you're still a junior designer. If Brian I would ask Brian, I would say Brian, hey, do you feel confident in solving complex problems? And he goes, "Yeah." I'm like, "Okay, do you feel like you still need a bunch of guidance?" Well, probably. Sometimes. I still have questions, you know, and I'm still, like, from a skill standpoint, I still don't know how to do user research very well. So It's like, oh, okay, well, you're still learning, you know, you're still learning that way, still need guidance. And then the third thing, I'd be like, can you make decisions now? Like, if I was to tell you, okay, out of all the choices you have in your brain right now, put a gun to your head, which one are you going to make and why? If you can make that decision, then I'd be like, okay, well, you're a mid-level designer then. So... And then just kind of build, you know, so you're you just kind of build up on those. I don't know. I love it. I don't know if that makes sense either. I Andy. think it makes sense. I hope that makes sense to Brian. He asked the question.
0: Yeah, I guess it, it should make sense to him. I think that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think as an added plus, Patrick, it made sense to me too. And I think that that was very well said. And we should just publish that and ship it. I, I need you to, to write that up a little bit better. <laughs> Put it on a graph and frame it for should, me, if you could.
1: Should we? Should we do a medium article on it? Yes. Or potentially write a book and then go on tour with this. I think Andy? so.
0: This is this is a big question. It's a very existential question that every designer has. <laughs> so I think it's a really important thing to yeah. answer.
1: <laughs> do you think? Do you think the upcoming Front Conference in two months? Well, is it two months away?
0: Yeah, I think so. The
1: designer PM Conference. Hey, hey Ben Pack, if you're listening to this. <laughs> Do you think, do you think that that right there, what we just talked about, would make a good talk for me and Andy to come speak at the front conference?
0: That's a really that's a good question. Yeah, Ben, we will patiently await your response, <laughs> Patrick. There, there. And if you if you're listening to this, and you what what so, Eddie? I was just going to say there there are two really important questions that almost everybody has. The first one. Is why why are we here on Earth, right? Like, what is the purpose of life? And the second one that I, I get asked all the time, that everybody wants to know, is what is the difference between a junior, mid level, and senior designer? So I think this is yes. a big deal. What just happened this afternoon here on this podcast?
1: It's. I think it's. I think what we've discussed is is like you said, part of the fabric of the universe. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: I think we've cracked a very I, <laughs> big code here. That's, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I think I think it needs to be expressed in the form of a talk by you and me at a design conference of some of some kind. So, if, if you're listening, like Ben Pack, you know, conference organizers, if you're listening to this podcast right now, which I I assume you are, right? Yeah, of course. Like if if you're somebody that's putting together events and stuff, you want to be in the know of what the really experienced really intelligent people are talking about in design so obviously you'd be listening to this podcast but if you're not say you just missed this podcast you're on vacation but you know that you know ben Packer, you know you know one of these individuals who run a design event um if you know somebody like that just talk to them about what we just talked about this this like what you said the, the fabric of the universe the existential crisis of a designer all that stuff like that's what we hit today and uh I feel like we could, we could throw together a nice talk. You yeah, know? That's very possible.
0: I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, so start flooding Ben Peck's inbox, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're looking for other
1: speakers because they haven't filled them up yet, obviously, right? Uh, yeah. And this event's coming. When is it? I don't even know. I can't remember what's that. The end of September? I think, yeah, Something it's like
0: September, October, somewhere around there. Yeah.
1: are you attend are you attending Andy
0: I am considering uh, if I attend a conference this year it's going to be that one so we'll see yeah. it's 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 I've every time I've gone it's right. been great I've learned awesome stuff and talked to awesome people so it's always a good time so if, if you haven't gone dear listener I would recommend that you do so because it's pretty cool
1: yeah if you're even if you're not in the local area like it's a it's a Utah. Mm-hmm. It's a Utah conference. They don't do the front conferences all over, um, like some of the other companies do, or some of the other event things do. But I I find it to be a really great conference because, I, one, I'm you know locally here, it's great. It's a great way to network with other designers, and other PMs. But also, I really like the format. So like when you go when you go, and this is not a this is not this is like not a legit plug for like this is not a sponsorship <laughs> of front or anything, but. I just like it because most of the talks are, are much more practical. They're much more case study based rather than like these high level, like, you know, Jared Spool crappy talks. You yeah. Know. The super like, they're like real people. Yeah. Yeah. They're not evangelists that are speaking. They're not like, uh, you know, they're not, they're not people just trying to hawk a book. Usually sometimes they are but they're 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 practical people like there's a couple people like there's there's some pms from podium speaking there's some pms and stuff from Divi speaking some designers from pluralsight so there's there's lots of people that are coming in that are that are real people and they're talking yeah
0: as you should so, at a conference anyway
1: yeah. doing that talk. design much sponsored by front <laughs> the case study conference <laughs> also squarespace if you're looking to put together a website, go ahead and sign up for Squarespace.
0: <laughs> should should we just start you know throwing making our own ads up, Patrick, and then just sending <laughs> bills to companies? Just like we we mentioned you this many times over yeah. the last year. <laughs> so
1: just ask for like twenty bucks.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey Andy, I was gonna ask you, um, do you do you have a problem getting your like, when you get a drink of water, you you fill it up, you put some ice in there, like, in your cup, and then you go to work. Does your water ever get, like, n- it doesn't stay cold, right? Like, when you're at work. Have you ever had that problem?
0: Uh, I have. However, I do typically. I don't right now. And I think you've seen me take a couple of drinks during this episode. But I do typically have, like, a little <laughs> tumbler that is, uh, like, you know, one of those that does kind of keep it cold for a while. So, I don't yeah. typically have that problem, but today I do have that problem.
1: Would it happen to be a Cotopaxi tumbler that you have, Andy?
0: <laughs> no. Or <laughs> I, I don't have one, unfortunately, because I would love a Cotopaxi tumbler, Patrick.
1: Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, to tell you right now. If you have a Cotopaxi <laughs> bottle, like I do right here, Andy, uh, <laughs> it will keep your water cold throughout the entire day. Okay. And I've even left this. I've even put ice cold water in here and left it in a hot car, and then come back into the hot car a couple hours later. The bottle on the outside is blazing hot, <laughs> but the 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 water on the inside is ice cold.
0: Well, Patrick, <laughs> that is that is just so great to hear. That is so wonderful. Uh, is there any more you want to tell us about the product? No,
1: that's it. Should we send should we send an invoice for thirty bucks? <laughs> we <so> should We'll pay it. <laughs>
0: that one was so good okay. i think we can charge more than 30 i think we could we could probably go like i don't know 31 maybe 50 who knows patrick
1: see that was good because it didn't feel like an ad you didn't even know it was going to be an ad right? that's
0: right you just totally injected that into you our didn't conversation. even know <laughs> is that is that isn't that influence marketing patrick Where you just like yeah this is the thing I use every day and I'm a great person, mm-hmm. so you should use it too.
1: Yeah, we were talking about um, speaking of influence marketing, we were talking about this this whole concept of junior senior mid like if you if you you probably struggle to document these kinds of things, right Andy? Like we just had this podcast, but we're not documenting these things we're not we're not documenting your progress from 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 junior to mid to senior like we need we need to track those goals we need to track those whatever if i was you what i would do is is uh sign up for (laughs) monday.com i would i would go (laughs) i would go ahead and put your skills and your goals in a a monday.com spreadsheet very easy to use color coded And I would put your.
0: (laughs) Does it count as an ad read if you laugh the whole way through it, Patrick?
1: (laughs) I think so. It doesn't count as an ad read because it's not really an ad read.
0: (laughs) Well, Patrick, that was very convincing. I am going to sign up for monday.com right as soon as I finish my can of Sprite. Uh, Right after I finish that really oh, your refreshing, refreshing can, can of Sprite lime. and yeah. I feel better about myself, then I'm going to sign up for monday.com. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man. If you ever have an upset stomach, go ahead and have a Sprite. <laughs>
0: Now, Patrick, every time you start a new sentence, I'm going to be afraid. I, I'm just not going to know if it's <laughs> genuine or not. If it's, if it's, if you're trying to sell me or or audience something new, or if you're just trying to make a point about design. So it's, uh, that's Uh-oh. that's the thing you're well, going to you, have to get over. We're going to have to figure this out now.
1: Andy, yeah. Well, you know, we don't we don't do ads. We've made it our goal not to do ads on this podcast mm-hmm. because we think they're silly, and that's why we make fun of them. But. If you do want ads on your podcast, uh I would suggest going to anchor.com. <laughs> <laughs> they have a large ad network. And if you're interested in making money from your podcast. Anyway.
0: Yeah. All all great ideas, I think, really. Um I think our listeners uh today have been able to learn a lot about becoming uh a senior or a mid-level designer, what that really means, as well as some really even more insightful products that they could use to make their lives <laughs> a lot better. So I think overall, this has been a very engaging and uh, insightful episode. Yeah, I love this is my
1: favorite episode so far, Andy, Good. because of all the ads at the end.
0: <laughs> all right, Patrick, should um, should we go? Uh, check out Squarespace. Should we stop this episode and go check out Monday.com and Squarespace? Maybe go buy a mattress from, from Casper. Yeah. Um
1: from Casper? Yeah, yeah. It's or purple. It's
0: time for me to do some shopping with all this money we just made. I got it's burning in my pocket, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna go buy a mattress. <laughs> I'm gonna go <laughs> <laughs> get the best sleep of my life. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs>
1: I uh, hate marketing so much, Andy.
0: Okay. How do we end this episode? I don't know. I've tried like Did you just three say times. Bye?
1: Let's just say, let's just say bye. Bye, bye Andy. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the pod. Real quick before you take off, we need your topics. Shoot an email to topics at designmuch.org or go to designmuch.org slash contacts and fill out the form. If you enjoyed this episode and want to support us, go ahead and share the pod with some friends, coworkers, your weird aunt, that guy who takes your money every morning at the McDonald's, your hamster, really just whoever you want to. Lastly, go grab a Design Much t-shirt at designmuch.threadless.com and wear it freaking proudly. That's it, guys. Now have a good week, design nerds.